Welcome to my podcast. This is Mike Cohen, and uh, I'm a big fan of documentary television, and the new Canadian documentary, Rebellion, captures a generation fighting back for the future of the planet. As activists like Greta Thunberg lead the way across the globe, young people are taking to the streets. Uh, one of the subjects in the film is a Montrealer named Eva Love Pepin. Uh, in this film, David Suzuki, the great, the fantastic, uh, the iconic David Suzuki, directors Mark Starowitz and Caitlin Starowitz capture the world at a tipping point. So Rebellion is the 60th season premiere documentary of the nature of things. It launches on Friday, November 6th at 9 p.m. on CBC. And the great thing, CBC Gem, we have is that it'll stream indefinitely. So if you don't catch it Friday, you'll be able to catch it afterwards. Joining me to talk about this is Mark Starowitz, who uh, has some Cote St. Luke roots. Uh, welcome, Mark. Thank you. And Sophia Mather, uh, a grade eight student in Sudbury. Eva was in class at the time, uh, so I was not able to get her for this recording, but Sophia really is the star of this film, which uh, a documentary which I just got a screener of and got to see it. Uh, Sophia, I think you could be the next Greta Thunberg in Canada. What do you think about that? Uh, well, thank you, and um, I don't want to be the next Greta Thunberg. I'm Sophia Mather from Canada. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Mark, you must be inspired by people like young people like Sophia as you were planning this uh, documentary and putting it together. Mike, yes. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm an old goat now. I'm in my seventies. I've been I was part of Montreal scene in the sixties and seventies uh, at uh, McGill, uh, and uh, and I turned to my daughter, Caitlin, who's our co-director, in the middle of the Montreal demonstration, uh, which was half a million people, uh, and said, this is what it felt like. This is what it felt like in the middle of the anti-Vietnam War movement, the women's movement, the civil rights movement, uh, all the demonstrations in Montreal. I haven't had this feeling of being in a tipping point of a fundamental transformational change since then. Uh, and that's exactly the feeling I have had in the last year and a half of making this documentary and meeting this generation like Sophia. Tell me, what uh, for someone who, uh, who is going to watch it, give us a little preview of what they can expect to see in this documentary. And again, I just saw it myself, and I loved it. I loved every second of it. I was inspired, and it, it just gave me goosebumps. Even seeing that rally in Montreal, which I didn't attend, but I know working in the public school system, many of our students did. Well, this documentary goes to the front lines of the climate rebellion. Uh, it, it, it's worldwide. Uh, we we um, meet some of the leading uh, groups like Extinction Rebellion in London and in India. Uh, we uh, go into a, a sit-in and an occupation of a bank in Washington. We meet Jane Fonda, Martin Sheen, Sir David Attenborough is in it in a wonderful interview between two veterans uh, of the environmental movement, David Suzuki and Sir David Attenborough, got the chairman of the Bank of England. But most of all, it is populated uh, by an inspiring, vibrant generation. Uh, you know, people sometimes say that the Gen Xers and, uh, and Gen Z and millennials, sorry, uh, you know, are, are not the same as the generation of the 60s. Well, they're better. Uh, I have been so inspired, and I think viewers will be inspired. This is a hopeful documentary. 
you know, we're all so depressed by the pandemic, by constant pictures of forest fires and everything else. There's almost an existential dread and sort of depression. I felt that way. I think David Suzuki to some degree felt that way. And coming into contact with this tide, this tsunami of youth uh, is just did wonders for my soul, and I think it will for any viewer. I agree. Now, Sophia, uh, we see in the uh, documentary that you started uh, this activism when you were only 11 years old, and now you're in grade eight. What prompted you to get so involved at such a young age on this cause? Well, I guess I've always known about the climate crisis. My mom always brought me to rallies. She brought me lobbying when I was eight years old. And when I was 11 years old, it was the summertime uh, in August, and I heard about Greta Thunberg and how she was doing these these strikes that were starting to catch on in other countries. So I decided, why don't we start doing one of these in Canada? And so in November of 2018, after a lot of convincing uh, um, of my parents, I started striking, and I've been striking um, every week since then. And um, and since then, we've gotten our city to declare a climate emergency. We raised a lot of awareness, and and we've even been in this documentary um, on the 60th year uh, anniversary. So I'm very excited. Uh, to see what it's like. Now, uh, we see you in the documentary in Washington. So you were actually, you got to meet Greta. How much time did you get to spend with her? What's she like? So um, I went down to Washington when Greta received her Amnesty International Award, uh, myself with a couple of other youth. I think uh, one of them is in the documentary too. Um, We all got to go on stage and answer a couple of questions. Um, about the climate crisis in front of a whole bunch of people. And then afterwards, we got to meet with Greta for a maximum 10 minutes because a whole bunch of people were trying to talk to her. But we got a little bit of time to talk to each other. And um, it was just amazing because I had been seeing her through these videos and she inspired me to do what I do. And then I finally got to meet her again. Yeah. Very, very impressive. Uh, Mark, I'm always fascinated when I see these documentaries and people don't realize what goes into them. Tell us, uh, it took a year and a half to put this together. I mean, the climate change rally in Montreal, you were there, David Suzuki was there. That was, you know, more than a year ago. A lot goes into this. Yes, and uh, I mean, it's filmed in India. There's scenes in in a couple of cities in India. We meet uh, uh, activists like uh, Sophia in India because we wanted this to be more than just a Europe, North America uh, thing. But the, uh, the the real tense point for us came with the pandemic. Of course, we were returning from India at the end of February, right to, and in two weeks, this, you know, the country shut down. Uh, and we had filmed 70% of the documentary, but the documentary was suddenly uh, in limbo because I was sitting here where I am now, looking out on the street in Toronto, and I'm looking at demonstrations on my editing screen and looking on the street, and the streets are abandoned. So there was five, and we couldn't film anything. You couldn't go in it. Um, so uh, for five weeks, we didn't know the fate of the documentary. Uh, and, you know, we've got editors and uh, working on it and, and technicians. Um, then 
the turning point came with the murder of George Floyd and the black and the resurgence of the Black Lives Movement when something remarkable happened, which is a certain fusion of the climate movement and the uh, and the Black Lives Matter movement and, and 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 sort of transformed it to a climate justice movement. Um, transformed the climate climate movement into a climate justice movement, broadening and which I think is going to make it even stronger. So then the challenge was, how do we film basically the last chapter of the documentary when we can't leave Canada because the borders are closed? So we had to use foreign crews, um, which was very logistically challenging. Uh, the editor, Carol Larson, was a brilliant editor, edited our last film. I haven't seen her until the last week for an entire year. Wow. We've been editing you know, basically on our computers and on phones and in conferences and everything else. Um, so it, uh, it, we had to learn a whole new grammar. You, you sure did. Now, Sophia, of course, the pandemic has changed. Now, Mark just mentioned there were rallies for Black Lives Matter, but in general, uh, rallies are being discouraged. We're certainly not seeing anything like we saw when Greta was here uh, doing the rallies in Canada and the United States. Uh, so what do you think, as a grade 8 student, how the pandemic is going to affect uh, the activism for climate change right now? I think originally, um, when COVID started and everyone was, you know, put into lockdown and in their houses wondering when this was going to be over, it was really hard to get people's attention about the climate crisis. But after a couple of weeks, as people started to kind of get used to the this pandemic we started to hold zoom rallies um and um which were held on we don't have time and it got a total of two million views along with multiple other um youth assemblies but like uh we later on started doing shoe strikes um which we held little events with like maximum 10 people, but laid out a whole bunch of shoes to represent all the people at a rally. And uh, so we've been constantly doing stuff. It's definitely not the same as having a big rally, uh, but um, as a climate activist, we have to learn to um, take in these stuff and uh, try to find an interesting way to continue to spread awareness. And I think we continue to do that, but I can't wait until we can hold rallies again. Well, Sophia, I think the Liberals and the Conservatives and the NDP are going to be fighting over you when you turn 18 and onwards <laughs> to be a future member of Parliament in Sudbury. And I hope when you're a Minister of the Environment, you'll remember this podcast and you'll give me an interview. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. said. Well, it's a good, good luck to you, Mark. Congratulations on a fantastic uh, documentary. Everyone, again, it's Friday, November 6th at 9 p.m. on CBC. And past that date, you could watch it on CBC Gem. Good luck to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. All the best.